0: CHAPTER 1. THE BUS Her foot pumped the brake pedal, but still the bus would not be slowed. It would not be stopped. They were on a crash course with death and destruction. Natalie's least favorite D-words. The tires were long blown out on the yellow school bus. Its rims mulched a groove into the pavement and vibrated against the brake pads. Out of control, it veered left and accelerated until it rode up on its right-side wheels, the left wheels leaving the ground. The bus driver was slumped on the floor and in his place behind the steering wheel, Natalie gritted her teeth. The teenage girl shouted, hang on! Her knuckles gripped the steering wheel, turning the speeding bus wildly to the right. Her classmates screamed and jostled in their seats. Apparently, they didn't appreciate her high-speed tour through the mountains of Meadows Creek. Why don't buses have seatbelts anyway? Natalie wondered to herself. This was no time to consider the answer. Just as she rounded the corner, a pedestrian stepped out into the middle of the street. Natalie swerved to avoid hitting him and narrowly missed the oncoming traffic. "'This is the type of stress that causes wrinkles,' she muttered. Her pulse raced and the palms of her hands were sweaty. The bus jolted as it clipped the sidewalk, nearly ramming into a wooden bench. When she left her house with a café mocha in hand that morning, The last thing on Natalie's mind was being cast into the speed reboot. She let out a slow breath, beads of sweat clinging to her forehead, and kicked her boot to the brake. Except for a lot of squealing, nothing happened. The bus continued at top speed, right toward the high school. Natalie could use a day off from homeroom and bad cafeteria food, but not like this. She glanced down at the unconscious driver. I really wish you were doing this. With a rushed breath, Natalie throttled into neutral and applied the emergency brake. Metal squealed against metal, and the steering wheel vibrated in her hands. The vibration traveled up her arms and down her spine, like she was at the loudest rock concert in history. When she cranked to the left, the gears gave a high-pitched whine, and smoke began to waft through the heat vents. The metal fought against her with everything it had, and Natalie just prayed she'd be strong enough. The metal grinding itself into mulch was loud, but the students' screams were louder. Fearing for their lives, their voices reached a new fevered pitch of wails and sobs. The bus spun, spiraling toward Meadow Creek High. Natalie had spent her high school career training for situations like these, but her stomach still churned, spinning out of control with vertigo. She could barely make sense of her surroundings, but heard the bristle of tree branches and felt their twigs scraping against her cheek. She swatted at them and held up her arms defensively as the bus lurched forward. The front bumper caught on a fire hydrant and yanked the bus to an abrupt halt, just inches from the school wall. The bus rocked on two wheels before slamming down into its final resting place, moaning like a dying T-Rex. The school was close enough to touch. Outside smelled like freshly cut lawn, but it was just the bus using its rims to till the earth. Natalie Johnson's landscaping bus... At your service. She lowered shaking arms from her face and took a deep breath, removing the keys from the ignition for some reason. Her eyes trained on the fire hydrant. Everyone knew you weren't supposed to park next to one of those, especially in a loading zone. I sure hope I'm not getting a ticket for this, as if my day isn't going bad enough. Everybody okay? Natalie's voice was unsteady. The question sounded false to her. Of course, no one was okay. Her classmates since elementary school remained silent. Some were green, others held their hands to their faces like they might puke, while a few clung to each other in terror. Marcy, a girl from homeroom, sobbed into her bundle of magazines, repeating, "'I'm not ready to die!' Natalie stood on jelly legs and faced the group. "'Everyone. We'll be okay.' "'Thump. Thump.' She was interrupted by a noise from above, She gazed up and saw the roof vibrate from the weight of something heavy above her head. He was still on the roof. Natalie charged off the bus before she even realized she was moving. Her strides were unsteady, like a toddler taking its first steps, but by the time her feet met the grass, she was sprinting after a man wearing a fedora. Arrivederci, my darling slayer. Morak. Natalie charged across the open field. Her lungs expanded, filling with much-needed air, and gave her the boost she needed to charge behind the school in search of the maniacal fiend.